0: condition the most it can do is to sort of distract the attention and interest from that fact and present a life of assumed facts yeah so we take a lot of stuff to be true that isn't true yeah and it the whole basis of the house of cards is easily uh shook because it has no foundation really it's a mental activity so all right so Non-duality, I see non-duality as simply not two. And I'm more of a negative type, not affirming. I don't believe you can describe what most people state as the indescribable. I just don't, I think it's a waste of time. Yeah, you can't know the unknowable and you can't comprehend the incomprehensible, but you can describe what you're not. You can describe what it's like now, yeah? You can understand what it's like now. You can study, you know, if you want, what it's like now. And by, in a sense, by seeing what you're not, you get an intimation of what you are. Instead of trying to have an experience of what you are as what you're not. And this is the usually the starting point, though we don't know it, because there's an act of being identified as something that becomes our new starting point. And our new reference point yeah and so basically that starting point is is based on an assumed fact of what you're not that you're a long-lasting independent separate individual you're a thing yeah and that thing has the attributes of seeing hearing feeling tasting and touching which are demonstrations of let's say consciousness yeah but the consciousness is now attributed to the thing and so you say i'm conscious and the "I" that is being remembered when you say I'm conscious is a body, yeah? So this system of the mental state is reinforcing this assumption over and over and over again. We like to call it a selfing, yeah? Because there is no self, there is no long lasting independent separate thing, yeah? There's selfing that implies there's a long lasting independent separate thing, yeah? It infers there's one, it says it's historically a fact and it's going to be a future fact but this is the advertising of the mental condition so we're not talking to anyone here we're not i've seen that goes nowhere so we're talking hopefully through you to what you are because and i can't miss what you are because it's not in any geographical location all i got to do is miss you really throw it over your head, and then the message arrives <laughs> where I'd like to see the delivery. So, uh, so the assumption, I feel, of non-duality is that you are what you're looking for. Now, it doesn't say you are what you're looking for after you fulfill 50 requirements. It doesn't. It says, like St. Francis said, what's looking is what you're looking for. Yeah, like an immediate, an immediate condition that's never been altered or changed. Yeah. So there's no needing to arrive there because you can't leave there. No matter how much your head has said something to be true, it's not true. This is hopefully uh, the assumption of the message of non-dwelling. And with that idea, why is it that it doesn't seem to be available to me? Yeah, because of that me that wants it to be available. Yes. It's not available to me. Because me is what you're not. It's an activity that's go, That's <laughs> it's a mental activity that's implying something that's not true. So if you have a big hit, and uh, you know the charade sort of gets interrupted, even on this stage, yeah, let's call it an epiphany or something like that. Something happens and something interrupts the little storyline usually something occurs at that moment and something is revealed and it informs us that it's always been this way, yeah? So that which you hope to arrive at or, you know, when you quote unquote arrive there, it says it's always been this way. So was there an arrival? If you arrive at somewhere and it informs you, it's always been this way, then the arrival wasn't true, yes? The story of arriving, though rather nice, it's exciting. I can have a blog, yeah, about arriving, <laughs> how long it took and then living in the, the abject fear of, of not, you know, of leaving, <laughs> which is all selfing, yeah, obviously, yeah. It's looking for, uh, it looks at everything as a reflection As a as a surface that it can see itself in, it does it with spirituality, incredible. Yeah. So there's a great statement by a master called Ramana Maharshi, and if you ever read his his stuff, a lot of people wrote about his teachings. Yeah, and they were pretty clear. And in a lot of the writings about his teachings, there's one or two points that are constantly emphasized, which is. The greatest mystery, or the hey, yes, the greatest mystery, or the uh, or the problem, and stuff like this, yes. Yeah? So it has some emphasis, and he says this is the situation. There is a presupposing. The word "pre" is in first time, yeah. Presupposing of a non-existent thing yeah? being what being existing. Yeah. In other words, I'm my own existence. Yeah. I'm the one that's seeing. I'm the one that's hearing. I'm the one that's feeling. Yeah. I'm the one that's doing. I'm the one that's not doing. This all this sense of ownership and proprietoriness and doership has now been given to a non-existent thing. Yeah. So there's a presupposing of a non-existent thing being existing. Yeah. In and of itself. And then wanting to get salvation for the non-existent thing. Yeah. If this is the case, and this was just, he was just offering like a pair of shoes to have you try on and see if they fit. So if they fit, he says, your spiritual practices themselves are reinforcing the non-existent thing. How can they destroy it? Yeah. It's a nice thing to sit with and see if it fits you. Yeah, yeah. This is the, assu- the statement is this. The statement is there's a an assumption of something that's not true. Then we seek salvation from that assumption that's not true. Yeah. And if that's the case, our means to seek salvation are reinforcing that which we are not to be what we are. Yes, you see? So when you believe you're doing yourself to get out of something, you're reinforcing the idea you're in something. He said, put it on. If it doesn't, if you don't agree with it, far out. Don't keep on doing what you're doing because everything is going to fail you in a certain way. And then how it, that's how it's successful. Because when you're left with your own devices, finally, you'll see they're not your devices. Yes. You'll see you're not that which you think yourself to be. And then you get that sense of what they're implying when they say, what's looking is what you're looking for immediately. You have a sense of it. Yeah. an intimation and now you start recognizing what reinforces this non-existent thing to be the one. And it's mental, yeah? When you're remembered, you're pictured as a body. You can't remember yourself as spirit five years ago in freaking Auburn, but you can remember yourself as a body in Auburn, Yes, yeah? And when you're worrying about you in the future, you're not worrying about you as a spirit, are you? You're worrying about you as a body yeah so the memories are totally based on you as a body so when where there's a reliance on that it's easily taken to be a body yes and the thinking assumes there's a great master my favorite dude is a guy named Huang po an old chinese zen master can you hear me back there yeah 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 all right he says a beautiful statement another pair of shoes to see if they fit What is, what, whatever can be perceived, cannot be perceiving. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm perceiving this body. Yes. And you're perceiving this body. Therefore, this body is not what's perceiving. Isn't that beautiful? Because if you listen to the head, the head's whole narration is assuming that this is what's perceiving. Yeah. Every time you're seeing all day every t- all day you're seeing the mental state is claiming to be the seer yes yes or no and how is the seer pictured as something that can be seen and then hawaiian po just cuts the whole freaking forest with one fell swoop whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving that's a shoe if it fits wear it if you don't like that statement and you believe you as the perceived is what's perceiving then practice the hell out of it, man. See what where it's going to take you. This isn't, this is just an invitation. I actually was unhappy about receiving this message because it's a lousy career, really. Because you we don't have levels. We don't give out belts, black belt. <laughs> belt. <laughs> we don't have places to practice because there's no practice. <laughs> you find what works for you, the you that you're not, and then you rest in what you are while you're doing all this activity to take care of what you're not. It sounds crazy, but it works that way, yeah? And so what happens is, in my experiences, this travels lighter in spite of itself. And it's so beautiful, it can't claim to be the cause of this lightness. It sees that something or let's say nothing is doing for it, what it couldn't do for itself. It's awesome because it's almost like a forced humility. Yeah, because, and then when people try to stick you as the teacher or the messenger, no way, yeah, no way. The whole emphasis and the whole point of this invitation is the message, yeah? The messenger, (laughs) I wouldn't listen to the messenger Especially about directions, fucking where to get a good lunch, because I'm not from here. But I would hear I would listen to this message because I've been at more Paul Hedeman meetings than anyone else. I've been going for thousands of times. (laughs) Because it may be coming through Paul, but it's not of Paul. Thank God. (laughs) And what happened is I've learned a lot about the problem from being relieved of it. Yeah? Yeah. And this relief doesn't demand much maintenance. Yeah? It's a light unto itself. It's a light unto light. Yeah. So by seeing what you're not, you get a sense of what you are. And then maybe you find a seat assignment to share it, yeah, because you'd like to see other people travel lighter. I don't want to know you that well, mostly, but I want, I'd like to see you travel lighter. And I realized, uh, this became the last answer in, in this life. Yeah. I never really ran into a last answer. Every answer I ran into led me to Hybrid more answers, mixing Kabbalah with fucking tantric or something, on and on and on. But this answer, over time, has been the last answer. I have no, there's no need to have any other answers in this topic. That's a pretty good answer, yeah? I have no interest in what, in what I used to call spirituality, zero percent. I mean, if you took my, a blood test, I'd have no signs of spirituality. 0. 0.000. Sometimes I feel bad coming to these places because I have nothing to do with it, yeah? I wanna see, could you imagine if you could travel lighter through spirituality and not have so fucking profoundly important every little squat or movement you do, yeah? This, that was where the, some of the heaviest traveling I noticed was, was in spiritual circles. I used to go to spiritual groups Usually only once. <laughs> Some of them, are, they were masochistic. They invited me every year. The last one I went to, they had a, a, one of those magic marker chalkboards and I just wrote down, you don't need to do this anymore. <laughs> and it's getting abusive, really. It's getting abusive. I don't feel I'm of service, to, you, know, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> so, <laughs> so when you see what you're not, this is the whole point of the message of non-duality is a negation of duality. And what's the basis of new duality is subject objectness. And where does that basis flourish? Right where we're sitting, yeah? Sometimes you're thought about, sometimes you're the thinker sometimes you're the subject sometimes you're the object it fluctuates all freaking day yeah this is what non-duality is negating it's saying not to there is no subject object yes yeah the non-existent thing doesn't exist something is sort of like even though all you've known is a glove For 50 years, the glove is not animating itself. Yeah. Something is the hand is in the glove and it's been living in a glove world. So every glove takes itself to be the animating principle. Yeah. Not understanding that it's truly the hand. Yeah. So let's say the glove, they have in that world of glove, the only sense you'd have would be feeling. Yeah. And everything you feel is translated through the glove. Yeah. So it's a rough coarse glove. So that's the rose petals. You you never get the experience of it. It's coarse. Yeah. And rough everything. So let's say you're the spiritual Nirvana of this world of glove would be falling into a giant fat of thousands and thousands of rose petals. Yeah. And let's say you seem to arrive there. And as the glove, you fall into those rose petals. Do you actually have the sense of that rose petal? No, it becomes a fundamental story, a rigidness, a belief, a faith, but there's no tactile sense. Yeah, we're not, this isn't, we're talking to the hand. Yeah, talking to the glove about the hand doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't, it reinforces the glove. Talking to the glove about the glove doesn't go anywhere. Talking to the glove Talking to the hand about the glove goes somewhere. And that's the intention of this talk. We're not talking to you. Yeah. We're talking to what you are about what you're not. And what you are can hear it because it's available at all times. There's something masquerading almost like a constant there's no thing, but there's self thing. Yeah. It's almost as if you don't see the gaps. So you think there's this thing going on, but it isn't. There's tons of gaps all day. But when you go home and you hear the story of the day, the head conveniently forgets all the miracles of the day. And keeps reminding of you of how screwed you are, or it's never gonna get better, or you're never gonna get loved, or you remember when you did this, on and on. And we're basically living a sentence. We're in a mental prison, living a mental sentence. It's slavery. So this isn't about me understanding non-duality, you can't. Non-duality is not understandable. It's not experienceable, yeah? And the funny thing is why you can't get it is exactly the reason why it's so beautiful because you are it, yeah? that you can't experience. Why? You know? Because you are it. You'd have to be something else to experience and the assumption of a non-duality is that's not true. You are what you're looking for. So let's get on to the business of seeing what we're not. Yeah. Because we are that which is seen. Yeah. We can't be seen. It's impossible. How are you going to see yourself? So like It's right behind you. You know, it's too immediate. It doesn't take any time to be what you are. You're not in a process of being what you are. It's the fact. If you don't believe that, then you're at the wrong store, really, because that's the assumption of non-duality. You and I are what we're looking for. Yeah. All the requirements are on, on the side of what you're not. There's no requirements on the side of what you are. It's always available at all times right where you are. And no matter what happens, it doesn't change that fact. Now, you may be awake to that, or you may seem to be asleep to that, but that is that. Yeah. Here, in this dreaming of duality, that which is awake can seem to be asleep to that awakeness, or that which is awake can seem to be awake to that awakeness. That's the basis of traveling heavy and traveling lighter here. Yeah? If this isn't seen as a fact, you're gonna try to see everything else from a false fact. You're gonna believe that truth is somewhere that you can arrive at. That's not true. You are the truth. Yeah? It sure doesn't look like it to who? Just like you shared. All right, who doesn't it look like? Find that, find that person that the, that it doesn't look like it's the truth find it if there's no one there that's the whole point of, the, of self-inquiry is you inquire of self it's like knocking on a door after 500 knocks, you've got to come, arrive at the assumption there's no one home you know what i mean you just don't keep freaking knocking and you realize that's the answering of the door it's always there so no one comes to the door it's always there When there's no answer, that's the answer of self-inquiry. Yeah? This is a great, you know, this guy, same guy, Huang Po. He said, listen, to a group, sort of like this, maybe. He says, listen, you can't use the Buddha to seek the Buddha. You can't use mind to seek mind. You can't use light to seek light. You've got to believe in his eyes, the assumption was and is that you're the Buddha. Yeah? And you're light and you're mind. And he was talking to the Buddha, not AKA Paul, but he was talking to the Buddha. You can't use yourself to find yourself. Yeah? Beautiful. Direct. If the shoe fits you'll be wearing it the rest of this life yeah so you can't use the buddha to seek the buddha do you feel like that's happening hmm? does it fit does it feel like sometimes when you're trying to be mindful you're trying be to, to corral mind to be mindful yeah you can't be more mindful than mind already So, yes, the first movement of the mental condition is claiming. Yeah? So here we're living, let's say, yes? So they're seeing. I could have taken a vow today. I was never going to see a tree, but I already broke it. because yeah? there's, there's seemingly no volition of what I'm going to see because I'm seeing. Yeah? So there's the tree. I've already broke the vow. <laughs> so they're seeing we're all experiencing it now what happens the mental state comes up is in contact with the seeing and claims it to imply the seer and seen yeah the seer and seen is duality yes the seer would be constructed as the subject the seen is the object you to me is an object from where you are you're the subject this is the non this is what non-duality is negating yeah, this is happening, but it's not true. Yeah, it's not real. It's more in the aspect of dreaming. Yeah, so we're dreaming of two-ness. Yeah. So they're seeing the mental state becomes aware of that and claims this thing to imply or the seer and seen. Now, this is a trip because you'll see a lot of different things, but there'll only be one seer all day. So every act of seeing is reinforcing the seer, yeah? You see tons of different things, but there's always the one seer that sees it all, yeah? Same thing with hearing. The hearing claimed, the hearer heard. You'll hear a lot of different stuff, but there'll be one hearer of it all, yeah? Tasting, feeling, the same thing. So basically the claiming of what's happening is reinforcing this assumption of the idea of it's you, that it's happening to or you're the one that's doing it, yeah? This is the bondage of self, it's an activity, yeah? The activity is selfing the bondages of self. You now become a doer concerning all the doing, yeah? Yeah? And you're not bound by the doing, you're bound by the doer. You're not bound by thoughts, you're bound by the thinker, yeah? And you can see this activity represented in English by the word my, 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 my. We used to do a thing in the old days, we'd have a board and we'd put three words everyone is concerned with, health, money, and relationship, let's say, yeah? Put it down there, everyone, there would be a reaction. You see the word money, health, relationship now i'm going to change that word without changing any letter in it put my money my health my relationship completely different yes i could wish everyone here to have a lot of money but i don't want you to have any of my money see the change of the money by the word my that word my is this bondage of self yeah you have a beautiful girlfriend you're having a lot of fun Suddenly she becomes your girlfriend. Now you're up on stalking charges a few months later. Because now you think you should know what she's doing at all times because she's your girlfriend. You see this? This is the the illness coming from this assumption. And it just keeps reproducing its effects over and over and over again. And the funny thing is, I don't know if you ever heard of The Course in Miracles. Course in Miracles is trippy, very trippy they talk about causeless effects. So causeless effects would be dreaming, yes? So there's something, there are effects, but they're not real because this isn't a real place. So we're, we're experiencing a lot of causeless effects. The mental states makes a lot of shit out of nothing. Yeah? And most of us during the day are dominated, not by today, but by yesterday and tomorrow. Yeah. And let's say yesterday, or uh, let's say tomorrow I could be destitute and my faith or the faith in that causes me to feel very uncomfortable now. Yeah? This is dreaming, yes? So there's an act of dreaming. We're dreaming into two-ness as or two or we're we're seeing the dreaming of two-ness from the one. I don't like the word one, but from what we are, yeah? Hmm. There's a huge difference of how you'll travel through the dreaming usually yeah a difference between a thought and my thought is unbelievable i come out of recovery and the main killer of alcoholics and addicts are resentments yeah re-feeling slights or things that you believe happened may never even happen and the difference between a my resentment and a resentment a my resentment may have like a 60 year shelf life 60 years and usually a resentment comes and goes maybe in a couple of minutes, an hour or so. But as soon as it's held as mine, it's, it, it's given life. Yeah, life. This is what's happening all day. The thoughts are used to imply the thinker. The feelings are used to imply the feeler. The bondage isn't in the feeling or in the thought. It's in the thinker and the feeling yeah that's the bondage of self non-duality is attempting to negate the whole basis of it not the bondage or non-bondage but self just questioning it if it lands for you far out if it doesn't then do whatever you want to do and you know what can failed systems show you they're failed it's awesome yeah i remember i was out there there was a beautiful buddhist uh, magazine called tricycle very nice color great articles they're probably still out there and i used to get it and i was reading it once and uh there was a western meditation teacher who'd been teaching for 30 years and he was sharing about a phenomenon he was running into with all his old students and they were coming back to him saying nothing's happened (laughs) i canceled my tricycle thing the next day (laughs) (laughs) pulled the emergency brake got off that bus because I hadn't meditated for 30 years but I could have and I was happy to hear from them people who had that it didn't go anywhere I'm getting off (laughs) so I have trouble with heart I did and so meditation was helpful but if you're meditating 13 hours a day you're thinking you're going somewhere (laughs) <laughs> there's, a, there's an identification as self, thinking you're transcending. You cannot transcend an imaginary place. This would have to be real to truly leave it. And it isn't real. Yeah, that's the great wisdom of no escape. <laughs> you can't escape from an imaginary place. Try it. I tried it. Not through spirituality with drug use. I shot a lot of cocaine. I shot a lot of cocaine in my neck to try to get out of here faster than if it was in the arm. And I gave it the best shot. I would match my devotion to drugs with the greatest devotees of spirituality. You know, the monkey god, Hanuman. I would be right up there. <laughs> and uh, I was willing to die, really, with the hopes that right before the body died, I would be free. of so self. I would. I I made it an effort to overdose many times, many many times, and uh, man, I'd be super, so pissed when I woke up and I was still here, <laughs> usually with police coming. <laughs> but I gave it my best shot, and only in hindsight did I learn how I couldn't escape here because this this isn't a real here; you can't get out of it. <laughs> so. And I find that addiction has moved a lot to spirituality, spiritual practices. Uh, I think the mental state thrives in spiritual practices. It does. And so I used to, I've spoken at these big groups and I would, I share about this and a person would get up and say, can you give me an example of it? And I go, voila, (laughs) we always seem to put ourselves out of being in the example yeah just see this isn't i'm not i just want you to check it out see if it's true or not see is is i think a lot of spiritual practices if you said they were good for emotional mental and physical condition i would fucking far out but then again i wouldn't probably be wanting to spend two years in a cave in tibet just to have a better heartbeat yeah it probably You know what I mean? I'd have a certain level of enough and then I'd be open to other possibilities, yeah. And I'm not a, yeah, I don't know. So the claiming is the main movement of the head, yes? It comes after what's happening. So basically it claims what's happening and then it implies that it was before what's happening. So there's seeing, yes, right now, the mental state claims the seeing which takes a little bit of time, proposes this idea of seer, and then it's presupposed before the scene. So now suddenly you're the seer all day. You're the hero all day. You're the doer all day. This is the bondage of self, yes? And then you want to be free from it as it, so it catches you that way. In recovery, we have a great statement uh, coming out of, hard-earned observation self can't get out of self yeah so if i'm identified as what i'm not trying to get out of what i'm not that's being what i'm not (laughs) quite a lot (laughs) now i can laugh at it (laughs) but it was a drag after i spent two thousand dollars in those (laughs) at that temple site yeah (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah so does anyone have any questions that, uh we can ask but i hope you get the drift yeah if you could see like you were asking that idea of self-inquiry and then opinions arise about self-inquiry they aren't your opinions they're mental opinions so you went as soon as you're presenting here a self-inquiry and something peeps up you put the self-inquiry before that and ask that yeah, don't ask from there.
1: Ask that. Yeah. yeah, my friend was telling me that his meditation master was saying that self-inquiry can make people lazy and arrogant. And so when I heard that, I got afraid, but I didn't really go backwards. But then when I'm thinking about it now, I think about this Zen master who told me a koan once in India, who said, when a cockroach sees the Buddha in the corner, he kills it. And that just kind of helps me get out of worrying too much about it
0: good yeah yeah what's wrong you see the thing is the importance of arrogance and lazy is based on if there's someone who's arrogant and lazy lazy can be fucking great i'm really big on lazy (laughs) seriously too yeah i would be laying down buddhism that's (laughs) i like that practice a lot Uh, See if the head, uh, whatever, you know. You have any questions? Yeah.
1: Well, I know a lot of people and also myself
0: in the so called addiction. Hello, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Mom. (laughs) Look at me, Mom. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Mine no. is not there. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of people dealing with addiction, they are not necessarily resonating with 12-step or, let's say, 12-step meetings, and they, they are not going there, but they still have addiction. They want to work on it. Uh, I know it's a tricky question because you have a lot of experience with 12-step, which I highly so recommend.
0: I just so, direct them to service? Do service not so much to people they know, but to strangers. Go to a s- volunteer at a soup kitchen for a while. They'll feel a lot better about themselves. <laughs> Addiction is—it's uh, a—it's like a tight orbiting of attention and interest, yeah. Demanding an escape, yeah. But what's what? Any temporary escape is. Quickly claim and reinforces the orbiting. So, all addictions, there's never a point where an addiction leads to satiation. Yeah? I never hit a point where I said, Oh, thank you, Coke. You know, <laughs> done what I wanted. I'm totally chilled out. Take all my, no, wait a minute. I'll sell it first.
2: All oh, the Coke
0: that. and like that. No, it doesn't seem to work that way. Yeah, because first of all, the addiction the real addiction is the mental addiction to the idea of being a self. that's what's causing a desire to get out of what you think you're in and you try to use substances or whatever to do that and then what occurs is that substance is is used the doing in that substance to reinforce the doer and that's what you're attempting to get out of yeah so then the, ext- the use has to get more extreme to get that temor- temporary little relief. And you're willing, to, how addiction carried me was, I was willing to pay any consequence tomorrow not to feel uncomfortable now. I would do almost, I would do almost any, I would do anything. Yeah. Yeah. And so when that stuff got arrested in me through recovery, it's been 33 years now, Relief from that really revealed a lot about the problem. And the problem is the mental state's addiction to this idea of being the one. Yeah. And uh, that migrates in everything you do because it's always seen as you doing it. That you stays. uh, It doesn't lose its integrity by doing all this other shit. It's always you there. Yeah. That's the. And the mental obsession with it reinforces the identification as it. So there is, you don't believe, you don't, you can't see why am I obsessing over this thing? Because there's another agenda going on when you think it's your agenda that should be promoted. The mental state has an agenda to reinforce its dominance in this system. I would see it more like a parasite and you as the host. Yeah. And it's not going to be in a parasite's point of view, there's no win win. It's win-lose. The host loses, the parasite wins. Yeah. So the parasite is speaking to the people as the person. Just like when you shared, it was the parasite was speaking as you saying, you're going to be lazy and whatever. Yeah. That was not you. That was what you weren't talking about it, defending its own position. Yeah. It doesn't want you to look because if you look, you'll see it's in things. Yeah. It likes to be disguised, and it and it's disguises itself because very few people go to the next point. They make a statement about why they don't like something or like something, and they never ask, well, who is it that says that? Yeah, they don't. They stay on a one-step surface. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we have this, this story about a snake and uh, the skin of the snake. So the snake every year goes through a process called molting, where the skin falls off and it gets replaced. Yeah. And we're going to look at that event from two points of view, the skin's point of view and the snake's point of view. Now, the skin's point of view is that it's the snake. Yeah. So it's jacking into the snake head and it's starting to feel like the molting season's coming on and it starts telling the snake by a lot of moisturizer. (laughs) fucking stay stay. you know don't go in the midday sun watch out for that rock a lot of managing and shit trying to save its old skin ass yeah when the snake would probably be way better off when it gets the new skin because then it'll be shinier it'll attract female snakes it'll travel lighter over the rocks yeah so it's a win for the snake but the snake has been listening to the skin's point of view as the snake's point of view And the skin's point of view is telling them, don't you fuck it, yeah? Because it doesn't, its whole story is based on being the snake, yeah? It's gonna be revealed to be completely bogus when the skin falls off and the snake continues. And this is what happens when, non-duality is such a beautiful message because it puts it into very extreme contrast you see, you hear immediately about what you're not when you're getting close to the idea of non-duality. <laughs> Completely. You hear it and it's, it's like you, you hear it and you see it as the emperor with no clothes. Yeah, oh, it's amazing. So there's the skin saying, don't freak it, you know, you know, try to prolong, put off this molting, yeah, no a molting, but from the snake's point of view, it's hallelujah. Most of us are hearing everything from the skin's point of view. We're not hearing it from the silence. We're not hearing it from that intuitive place. We're hearing it from the horizontal yapping all day, yes? So it tells us this isn't for you or don't go there, yeah? And therefore you can hide out in a 50-year practice. It's not worried of, at arriving anywhere because it's it's, it's <laughs> it will go It will stand on its head. It will do tons of shit because it knows there's not real threat there. To stop is something else, yeah? To stop all all the stuff, to stop and see what happens, yeah? That's what it's incredibly fearful of. It's not afraid of, uh, you know, having your ass hurt after 13 hours sitting on it. It's afraid of fucking being revealed as what you're not, yeah? And it's sticking out there all day. That's why there's so much anxiety concerning it. Because it knows it's not solid. It knows this is bogus. It does. It's an incredible amount of anxiety that it can't believe it's getting away with it, really. It's just mind-boggling. It cannot freaking believe it. It just every day it's thinking, oh, this is the fucking, you know, I'm getting getting evicted. I can't believe it. I've got this guy looking for himself now. <laughs> wow, well, yes, it may take lifetimes. Oh, good. Back on that. It's in, who's going to judge their progress? It. It's going to play God with your attempt to uh, find God, isn't it? What would happen if your master came? And told you, you didn't have to do anything. Yeah, you're dead master. I bet you an hour you'd be doing something. Yeah, because the real masters here. We're listening to this all freaking day. Yeah, yeah. Jesus says you can't serve two masters at the same time. Question, are you or not? It's right out there. You don't need some, it's not a hieroglyphic book. It's your own experience. Check it out. See, is it working? Yeah. Yeah, so uh, any questions? Did I miss anything oh, from here? Mike, any questions?
3: Anybody want to ask questions from Zoom? Um, I'll comment briefly. Can they hear me or does it matter? Yes. Oh. Uh, the, it struck me more this time about the uh, nature of being seen, you know, that has to come about by assuming we're an object, subject-object, and how that gets, it's just like uh, you can't get out of self, you can't get out of seen. So like even in our attempts to like, okay, I, I don't even want to be seen by other people because I'm so, you know, so embarrassed. It's <laughs> so you, you practice isolation, but you've got the seenness with you so you're like imagining how other people see you that you think that you are not trying to even imagine that but but what you are is that (laughs) is already assuming it's seen so it's playing playing scene with itself in isolation yes (laughs) so that was just uh you're fucked yeah that's the
0: great (laughs) conclusion
3: it's like amelia and i in Uh, chat were mentioning about yeah, because when you said why this time, you said it with a real whine. Why? I know.
0: <laughs> that, I hear it all day.
3: <laughs> and that's, why? and that was, and that was like a childhood embarrassment, right? Like yeah, I'm not not supposed to whine, and so that like trying to just be seen as not whiny would be very difficult because you need to why, <laughs> you know, and I'm not supposed to ask why.
0: <laughs> you can't get out of two. Not, that's the yeah. dilemma. Yeah. 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 People are trying to experience their own absence. You can't do that. <laughs> yeah. People call me and say, I've disappeared for three weeks. Who's saying that? <laughs> yeah. If you disappeared, there'd be no messages from you. <laughs> 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 the mental state is almost really like, uh, you know, when you break a, a thermostat, the mercury goes and then it just regroups. You ever see it? It's pretty trippy. It's got a weird thing. It goes out, but it goes, this is what happens. Because of, uh, it's like an addiction. Like, like uh, you know, like heroin use, they call it a habit. Yeah? But even when you get into recovery for years, you get into the habit of being sober. And habits are actions without thoughts. Yeah? So the thoughts, where the problem resides in addiction, the problem resides in the mind the mental, not the mind, the mental condition. So to have the problem have any say about the solution, we need to bypass thinking it's a volitional act, all these things we do or don't do, but just getting into the habit of doing the right thing. Yeah, so there's no thoughts, sort of like, I don't think about what of uh, going to an AA meeting, I think which one, basically. Yeah, so because I'm in the habit of being sober, and I was, so, I was a lucky because I sort of got struck sober and I've never had a strong feeling or thought about drinking or using for 33 years, which is unbelievable. That's an unbelievable solution because that was incredible. It was like a radioactive isotope in me of wanting to escape from my feelings and from these regrets and all this stuff all day. The demand was unbelievable. And then one day it hit me, and uh, the next morning I woke up and I could think different things. And I called AA and I asked, Hey, is there an earlier meeting? Cause this lady brought me in my first meeting at eight o'clock the night before. And the deal was I had to go to a meeting to have a place to stay. Yeah, that was the deal. I was not interested in going at all, but I, I was interested in having a place to stay. She brought through me, she dropped me out at, at a men's meeting, picked me up at nine, went back, slept in her closet. Because a roommate didn't like me. So she had to sneak me in the uh, condominium. And I'm 6'2", in the closet was like 5'10". So I slept in there. The next morning, I woke up, and I could think something other than wanting to change how I felt. And I said, I better call this thing AA and see if there are earlier meetings, because I won't make it until 8 o'clock at night. And I did. And it was at 12. And I went, and, and I've been going ever since, 33 years. So something has done for me and is doing for me, what can I cannot do for myself? And something is doing this talk. Yeah, This is no way in hell, if it was based on me and my condition, I would have shown up for every one of these talks. I would have found a reason not to come thousands of times. But I just show up and see what happens with the hopes that uh, at least present non-duality as clear as I can possibly can, because it's getting altered by the people entertaining it. Unbelievable! It's turning into a path and shit, and it's really not based on that. It's based on a fact. Yeah, and uh, and so the 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 real drive is to question the assumed fact. Yeah, that's going on at the same time. The fact is available. Yeah. So it's not about constantly proclaiming the fact of non duality, it's, it's negating the fact of duality. Yeah, that's the whole message or the direction. And that's how it's worked with me. I started to see what I wasn't. And in seeing what I'm not seeing that it's a mechanical thing going on all day. uh, You know, I could be free from it, really. That's what happened. When I saw that there was a statement in recovery in this book, it says being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. It's an incredible statement really. And I saw self and I saw, I saw whatever I am, I'm more of us than self. So being convinced that self manifested in various ways has defeated us, I finally saw self as other. And as as soon as I saw it as other, the possibility of being free from it became available like that. And then it showed me my whole life since about six to that moment that all I was trying to do was trying to I was trying to get out of self as self most of my freaking life. All the reasons why I thought it failed were bogus. The fact was I can't get out of what I'm not in. I had no idea of that everything, all my actions of escape and betterment was based on a false assumption. Once the questioning of false assumption showed the tinniness of it, my whole dynamic of how I look at things changed. Yeah, it's unbelievable. And by the result, you know, I believe you only know about the problem from the solution. When you're relieved of the bondage of self, you know about the bondage of self. When you're in it, you don't know about it, you think it's about you and it isn't. We're bonded to an idea that's getting reinforced all freaking day. And we end up having to live an interpretation because we're not living life. We're living an interpretation of life brought to us by the mental condition. Yeah, and mostly the reason why we're we're enslaved to it is we haven't reached or entertained or heard the possibility that we may not be that. Yeah, and all the trying to get out of it and make it better. You're not going to make a parasitical movement a service animal. You're not. It's not going to be your you know come by ah moment with it. It's got a mechanical activity that it needs you to express itself through. Yeah. It doesn't want to stay in the thought realm. It wants to compel actions. It wants to fucking get out here. Yeah. And I've seen it. What can happen? Look at this. I got run over twice by one night by the same car. It was a freezing cold night, January 30th, 1980. I was had been living in Florida, got caught up in smoking freebase down there to the point i was scared shit which was unusual for me so i ran home to long island to get away from this uh this cocaine witch (sighs) got there staying with my sister's house trying to you know fucking just get it together really and then uh i was It was Sunday night, I was feeling really afraid a lot, and I went back to a spiritual group I had been involved with when I was on this pre-probation program when I was young. That's where I learned how to meditate and stuff. When I was 19, I tried to go to one of their meetings, and I felt, my head told me I'm uh, I'm not connected anymore. And I believed it was me. I believed it was the correct assumption So as I was driving back home, I stopped at a bar I knew in Baldwin, Long Island. My friend was the bartender, walked in there. There was only two people in there, him and a waitress. Sunday night, freezing cold outside. I go in, sit down, gives me a couple shots of Grand Meunier, slits me a Quailu. I go to my sister's house and there's a story supposedly. I get home, my head gets very active. Starts saying, a big party probably erupted back at the bar. You know, my future wife, I'm going to miss meeting or some crazy <laughs> thing. I believe they got back to the car, drove there. And the last thing I remember was the light in the car when I was closing the door. Yeah, I come to, my nose is huge. I couldn't believe it. And my mouth was the driest I ever, you know, super dry, and I'm sort of horizontal, my head a little, I don't know what's going on, and I see my sister-in-law in in the doorway, and I can tell by her look that I'm screwed, and I got run over. Some guy, drunk, hit me, didn't know what he hit, so he backed up to see, and he backed up, and that's the second part, that's this. So I, I woke up in a fucking hospital melodrama movie now, uh, Jesus Christ, it was unbelievable. All this stuff I was bitching about never came back. I mean, I was, <laughs> the, the degree of difficulty had increased dramatically. I was in a hospital bed for 10 months, 10 months. And it was, uh, this, is, this is what happens when this addiction breaks the membrane up here and and goes out. It can it can. You may get a like an ink tattoo here and be in prison the rest of your life, and you can't even remember killing the person that you're up for murdering. Guess you were in a blackout. It's insane. Yeah. So the original addiction, in my view, has nothing to do with alcohol, drugs. They're it, they're they're actually medicine for the first addiction. We're trying to get out of ourselves. We're trying to forget shit that we did or didn't do, yeah? All these things that come along with this bondage of self, yeah? And so we try whatever we can to get a little relief from it. But that's the addiction, yeah? Uh-huh.
2: Yeah. So going to AA meetings to this day now, 33 years later, that's, that's almost like a more of a service for you or...?
0: I don't even think about anything. I just go. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Care. It's a service I'm doing. No, I haven't gone because of the Zoom. You know, you don't do it right now. But uh, no, I just I don't think much about anything. I just go. Yeah, I feel good there. Yeah, of course. There's a presence in it. There's, you know, let's say if something saved you in a life, there'd be a grace around that yeah and recovery saved my life, so there's a lot of grace there, yeah so it's it's uh it's an amazing thing because it can derail the mental addiction. You can be really getting gonna have a bad day, you go to a meeting and you get another possibility, yeah, yeah, and the service is so important because if you like you can look at people if you could uh it's almost you can see it like an x-ray attention and interest is in a there's a very tight orbit you're orbiting an idea a mental idea and what service or going to a meeting and listening to others do it pulls the attention out of that orbit and you get to feel differently and hopefully that different reminds you of something like that baby yeah it does it triggers a possibility that just being force fed this interpretation you forgotten you just yeah and so suddenly a possibility becomes available so now when you get pulled out of that orbit you feel available and you sense a presence yes and after a while there'll be a point where that presence will be actually acknowledged as you yeah and now you're the presence that means you're available and that means you're service.
2: Could, uh, you could go to a homeless shelter and help out, and the eye comes back, oh, I'm so much better than them, so that they could still reinforce the eye, so ideally.
0: Well, of course, it's, it's, there's going to be an attempt to reinforce the eye, but you can see it, and you know what, the people you're helping don't give a shit about that. They're not saying, oh, I think you're identified as a servant. No, they're fucking hungry. <laughs> yeah. This is a self obsession again. I have to have the right intention. The person who's, who needs a fucking sandwich doesn't give a shit what you've been doing the day. They want the sandwich. Yeah. They're not that important. Oh, I'm going to infect them with my bad. Give me a break. You yeah. know, no, this is the head over and over again. Yeah. Yes,
2: yeah. Well, I have a question. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm not sure if that was the story, but um, I'm curious what made you realize that it was an addiction in your life and what made you stop or what made you shift. And I'm, uh, so Miha mentioned AA. So there's a narrative um, around recovery for some people that you have to hit rock bottom where things have to get really, really bad until so you basically have no choice but
0: to make a change. Uh, do you subscribe to that or how is it for you? Well, no, that's... AA's has changed a lot. They, they raised the, the bottom. <laughs> no, they have to allow people to learn about uh, from the people that had, a, that had those bottoms that it's not necessary to have that kind of bottom. Yeah, you can learn from other people, hopefully, yeah. My case was, uh, uh, I had spent two years in a program in 85 to 87 called Delancey Street in San Francisco. Uh, You know, I thrive in an institutional setting. I do better with other people telling me what to do than I ever do with me telling me what to do. I went to college and all this stuff there. I left there, I graduated. There was no bridge to any kind of support from them. Uh, I was left to my own devices. I went back, started using again. And, you know, when people say I have alcoholism, I really, the experience is alcoholism has me. Addiction has me. I don't have an addiction. Addiction has me. So what happened is I had a story going on. I didn't share with people at the facility that i could drink probably i didn't run it by anybody there i you know i said narcotics is my problem but i can drink and i kept it in there and then when i got out thinking that was the end of my life and i got irritable restless, and discontent and i decided to go to a bar i used to go to in san francisco usually the cop drugs the rose and thistle poking california i went there on with this idea i could drink I walked in there, had my first drink in two years. The first beer, nothing happened. I ordered the second beer. Halfway through the second beer, I wanted more. Yeah. More could be more alcohol. In my case, it's narcotics. Yeah. So I looked around the room, immediately on the prowl, like that, <laughs> and looking around, and I saw a guy that used to sell cocaine there, and he's still selling cocaine. yet, like a franchise at this little bar. <laughs> I kissed his ass, he gave me some coke and I went out to my car, which I was going to lose the next day. And I did a line of cocaine and it was and this is why I see uh, how I see things. It was like uh, the movie The Shining when Jack Nicholson comes through the bathroom window door at the end. And here's Johnny. That's exactly what it was like. As Soon as I did the cocaine. I could feel, I felt possessed completely. I was moved over to the passenger side, went on a 10-month run. I ended up washed up on a, uh, incredible. I went out March 17th, St. Patrick's Day. Not like I wasn't out March 16th, 15th, 14th, 13th, but you know, it was a signpost because things were going to change. 18th, I lost the car. 19th, I have no idea what happened. 20th, I have no idea what happened. I don't know if you've had a blackout, but when you have a blackout, when you come to, it's like jumping behind enemy lines, parachute, you know, you have no idea. (laughs) But no one's seen you as anything other than Paul, but you don't think you've been here. You know, but so very weird situation. So I came to, sitting across from a guy, had a big face and a big head, bulbous nose, varicose veins we were in a trailer and there was a hang gliding airport next on outside. So I was about two hours north of San Francisco in a town called Calistoga that far. And, uh, I looked at this guy and I said to myself, this guy's a bum, you know, but lo and behold, he looked at me like I was a bum. And something happened, something stopped, which I didn't believe was possible the head. And it was like, uh, it's like a portal open and like a CNN news flash occurred, just a headline, no story. And the headline was, I'm fucked. Now, I'd been fucked for quite a while, but the muscle denial was keeping it out, you know? And it all collapsed on me. And underneath that was, and I'm not managerial quality. It was clear that I, at then, I was identified. I called that which I was uh, relying on as a failed system. I just, you know, it's just not working. See, when I used to manage my own life, it always led me to having to be managed by other people. And I also, when I drank, I realized early on I had magnetic appeal to people in uniform. When I drink and use, I get arrested a lot, go to jail and shit. So what happened is uh, that shit downloaded, I had new thoughts. Yeah. We were passing about passing about a bottle of Royal Guide Gate That's the last drink I have had during three years. I called the Lancy Street at the phone booth, asked them if I could come back. They said no. And uh, <laughs> I called a lady who used to help me. She drove up from the city. In those two hours I had a miraculous alcoholic recovery, wanted to get high again. But I was confronted with that situation. I had no money, so I had to convince someone else to do what I wanted. I hadn't been that successful lately <laughs> in those endeavors. So I got in a car, and in hindsight, it was the last hurrah of alcoholism. They tried to talk her into buying some uh, beers, uh, getting some cocaine, getting some dirty magazines, renting a whole hotel room. She had followed that equation many times with me. It hadn't been that satisfying for her. So she said, no, you got to go to it. I'm going to take you to it. If you want a place to stay tonight, which I did, you got to go to an AA meeting. So she dropped me off at my first meeting, a men's meeting. And then that night I went to sleep in her closet. The next morning I woke up, I called up AA. And what happened is I I was struck sober, but that would have dissipated in a day or two. But I was introduced to a way of life, which was recovery that, that night. I wasn't looking for it. It was, I needed a place to stay. And I've been going ever since. Yeah. So I find this is what happens. Even with this message, someone, this message can resonate very well. And then you will go home and you think about it and it gets neutered. Yeah. It gets turned into something. The first video we ever did try to capture this, which is the sheep and the lion. So so I'll, there's a, a lion mother and a lion cub and the lion mother gets killed. And the cub is now orphaned and it's roaming around the savannah, doesn't know what's going on. And it sees this herd of sheep. And so it moves towards the sheep. Now the sheep see that it is a lion. So they get a little nervous, but they suddenly realize it doesn't even know it's a lion. So it's, it ingratiates himself with the sheep and it starts living like a sheep, chewing cud, you know, Fucking listening to everyone worried who's going to be the next sweater. It's not feeling that great, but it doesn't know any better, really. You know? It thinks it's a sheep now. And it's looking at sheep. Uh, you know, they don't know maybe for food. <laughs> They're thinking they want to marry me, whatever. So he marries another sheep and they have babies and they look a little strange, but they just rationalize it away. And this lion becomes a big elder in the sheep world. You know, it's always feeling a little bit of a vague irritability restlessness, but you know, he's got, he's got the best of the sheep world, you know, a lot of respect, his fucking ass kicked and straight hair. <laughs> he's, uh, he's, uh, he's getting a lot of uh, creds. And then, uh, so one day they're, he's, they're chewing cud and then this lion shows up, starts running after the herd and it's thinking, and it's going after the sheep and it sees this young lion running and it thinks it's joining the hunt, and then it realizes it's running with the sheep. So it veers off and it grabs the young lion, and the young lion rolls over and says, "'Oh, Mr. Mr. Lion, please don't eat me. "'I'm just a humble sheep.'" Now, the old lion's like a little perplexed, and he just drags the young lion, brings it over to the water hole, puts both their heads out. The young lion sees the reflections and gets it, yeah? I'm a lion, yeah? That's the message, right? But what happens with us is the sheep programming arises very quickly, claims the message that you're a lion and turns it into I can become a lion like as a sheep. Yeah, that to me is the more important than the message is the warning about the message. Yeah, Because the head is going to arise and it's going to have an opinion about what you're doing and you're going to assume that's your opinion. Therefore, it has value and you'll never question that. And that's not you. It's just a voice that the mental process is projecting and it's claiming to be you talking to you. It's not you talking to you. Yeah. So the whole point was instead of, you know, let's say the sheep get together and they want to become like a lion and they find an old book with lion pictures, they cut some of them out, put them in a nice frame and get candles and they have a meeting every Saturday. And they have roaring lessons, you know, Alfred's leading the other sheep. They all sound like bars, but, you know, you're getting better, Alfred. No, you're not. It's like a sheep trying to roar, whatever. And, you know, they're going on and they're feeling better about themselves. And in their sheep community, they're getting some creds. Yeah. Oh, look at how long he can sit still. And they straighten their hair and try to make a mane. But the whole point is you're a lion. Yeah. Yeah. So. Let's say, let's talk about the sheep to the lion instead of talking about the lion to the sheep. Yeah, because if the assumption of non-duality is that you're a lion already, then what's the point of hearing about it all day? Because you're only hearing about it as a sheep. Let's question the sheep. Yes. When you see you're not a sheep, what will you find out? You're a lion. Did you become a lion? No. Were you ever a sheep? No. Yeah. Does everyone still see you as a sheep? Probably. Yeah. The life of sheeping goes on, but now you travel lighter as a sheep because you're not one. Yeah. That's simple. Not because you have thousands of sheepful, skillful means. You see you're not a sheep. Yeah. And then you're roaring quite a lot. And now instead of seeking for satisfaction and contentment you're satisfied and content yeah instead of looking for love you're looking to express it let's say yeah instead of trying to get something out of everything you see what everything wants to present to you yeah yeah you can't do this shit but you can express it but you can't go about doing it yeah it doesn't So the idea, yes, you do service and the mental state may claim it, but you don't do service and the mental state will still try to claim it, yeah? It's not about stopping that, it's seeing that it's mechanical, yeah? The mental state is going to arise and say, this means you. It's gonna do it. It doesn't, it doesn't stop, yeah? It doesn't have to stop. It's, there's not a necessary condition for you to be the unconditioned, there's not a necessary condition that has to be met. Right.
2: So, so going to work, going to service happens, happens, and may still happen, right? But, but the point is, you're not identified with that anymore. So, you're going to a meeting doesn't have a charge to it, so to speak.
0: Yeah, most stuff doesn't. Mm-hmm. I don't have a You know, like we shared about being a kid. I do a lot of shit unaccompanied by thought now. It's just when you ask me how I feel, I couldn't tell you. I'm not like constantly, I don't have like an Apple Watch taking my uh, heartbeat every second. You know, I don't check in much. Just show up here and then we'll go somewhere else. I mean, yeah, I feel it's more relaxed, open panoramic viewing than fucking vigilant, concentrated focus. I think you miss a whole lot with focusing, I'll tell you the truth. Yeah, I think a lot more gets revealed when you stop looking for shit. I do, yeah. I didn't think it way. I thought my own interest was gonna be what would propel me into great heights. No, it's actually the obscuring agent. This is about losing interest, it is. You lose interest in the need to be liberated (laughs) because you're not that which needs to be liberated. That's what happens. That's the liberation. The liberation is you're liberated from the need to be liberated. Hallelujah. Yeah. I've been trying to get out of here since I've been six years old. I haven't been trying to get out of here for years now because you can't get out of an imaginary place. I don't look for what can't be found. I look for a coffee, a pair of pants. I can find that, but I'm not looking for myself. (laughs) I'm not, yeah, things are clear. Blue is blue and red is red, yeah. I show up, I sit here, do this, and I go somewhere else. I just, uh, I have this bug up my butt. I feel people have the right to hear possibilities. I do, yeah, I do, because a lot of times what we're sorely missing is possibilities. We are. We're walking around as if the sky is barren, yeah? When there's tons of shit available. So if something can trigger that curiosity to open up and then see what's going on, and you'll see tons of invitations where you didn't see anything before, yeah? Yeah. You'll see tons of coincidences and shit. You know, you'll you'll be on the joke. You'll be in on the joke sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. So anyone else?
1: Nope. I, I've been in recovery for about 10 and a half, 12 years. And I have a restraining order against me that prevents me from seeing my meditation master. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the grace of AA. And then
1: today... <laughs> Today, for the first time, I was sitting there doing my practice this morning and I was just thinking, this is not my meditation, Master. I felt joy for, I felt deep joy for the first time in a while. Well, great. You think I'm on the right path? Thinking I think you're
0: right. Let's not talk about a path. Yeah. I think that joy is right, yes. The path, I do not I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for coming. You're welcome, man. And thank you for the sangria after I spoke about 33 years sobriety, <laughs> uh, alcohol free one. I saw that as an interesting, yeah, yeah.
1: There are some uh, uh, wiser therapies that are not tackling uh, addiction as the problem but there's They say there's a drivers behind the addiction. Drivers, drivers, yeah, drivers like uh, you know, deficiency story, uh, which is very similar to the um, let's say, to put it another way, the, the, the lion subconsciously maintaining the sheep program is painful. So, then that, that's why the, the, the lioness sheep needs to use to have relief from the program of being a sheep. So, my question is coming to, to the four step. Seems important to, uh, to discharge the addiction. To, if you can speak about this, uh, the moral inventory, looking deeply within, which would be like to explore deeply and process the ship If you can speak about the four steps or how to go about it, this investigation of the yeah not me.
0: Well, you know, in the inventory process, there's a. There's 12 steps in this program of recovery. And the fourth step is an inventory. And one of the themes of the inventory can be stated in page 64, which is being convinced, which means to believe with certainty. So usually reflecting on your own life. Yes. So being convinced that self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. That's the theme of the inventory. We're going to look out, self through its manifestations has defeated us. Yeah. It says, if you're willing, and now we're going to look at its. And then the first paragraph after that is resentment, which is one of the first topics of the inventory. So a resentment is a manifestation of self in one's life. Why are you calling it yours? Yeah. If you're of the us, it says self has defeated us. Let's say we're in the us camp and self has defeated us by its manifestations. And we keep calling its manifestations ours. We must be in the act of being defeated by self. Yeah. Like if I was, if Stanley was manifesting through me and I kept claiming everything Stanley manifested through me as mine, I would be in the act of being identified as Stanley. That to me is the root of addiction to me, the act of being identified. We're identified with a mental idea that's allowing that mental idea to manifest through us, to get, you know, to express into life. And through those expressions, we get defeated. Yeah. That's how I look at an inventory process. Fear, resentment, and harms done to others in the pursuit of what you want. Those are some of the common places, the manifestations of self. Yeah. Yeah write about them, see the pattern, see what self thinks is important. What happened with me is when I came into recovery, they said, hey man, you gotta be willing to save your ass instead of your face. Now, when I came in, I thought my face was my ass. (laughs) I was obsessed to save an image at the expense of my fucking ass. Truly, that's that's how backwards it was. I was living for an image, not for my ass, yeah? This is the bondage yourself. So do an inventory of that. And if you have trauma and shit and physical stuff, there's energetic work, energetic healing, there'll be, but get down to the exact nature of the, of the cause. The cause of, the cause of the causeless effects is the idea of being something that you're not. Yeah. And the mental state thrives in yesterday and tomorrow. So you'll see that your head is constantly occupied by what's not happening. Yeah. So what would be the solution to what's not happening? Seeing that it's not happening. If you start applying a solution to it, it's happening. Yes. Yeah. So how can what's not happening how can next week have an effect on you today because what's happening which is us is entertaining it yeah we are what's happening we are we are reality not as paul but as what we are we're lending reality to things by being identified as a thing yeah i'm making you real to make this real yes So at least, you know, there's tons of ointments out there. But if you misdiagnose the fucking rash, if you think it's eczema and it ain't, yeah, and you put on psoriasis and you buy an $800 tube of an exotic psoriasis ointment, yeah? You're misdiagnosed, it's eczema. The original dis-ease is an addiction to the state of selfie. yeah? Thinking you're the doer, the thinker, the haver, the loser. That's the addiction. Looking for a relief as it instead of from it. Yeah, So people are trying to get out of self as self. They're using spirituality. They're using drugs. They're using sex. They'll use whatever it comes in contact with. Does it mean you stop doing everything? No. Just see what you used to not see. See it. Because you used to look from it. You, now you see it. You see the presenting of you, yeah, from what you are. Yeah. So now it stays a you. It doesn't become you and then crowned the super you called me. Yeah. Then you weigh up the ass of self. Then you need a divine <laughs> proctologist. You gotta get pulled fucking out. So you have to a cold bath, wimp off method somehow. Shock, shock yourself into being here yeah with the hope that it leads to a point where that which is obvious becomes obvious not through exotic methodologies you'll just be awake to being awake it's not like a freaking a, it's not a you're not in the front of a parade every day it's dog shit awareness you're just awake to being awake yeah wow i've I've done what was never needed to be done, but how many medals can I give myself for that? Yeah? You're awake, even though the head tells you you're not. You are, obviously, yeah? What's seeing right now? Is it Paul? I keep looking at you, honey, I hope you don't mind. I'm just going off on it because I'm going into the gazing behind you. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, talking about I saw a video, there is about four institutes throughout the world uh, that are teaching people that it's easier to do it with children, but they're doing it on the adults, like elderly who lost their vision. They're teaching them, so it's possible to teach them how to see without their eyes. And, um, you know, there, there's a method to it, but the, the gist of the video that I saw is that it's not your eyes that are seeing.
1: Well, of course, and, yes. And so
2: they have these elderly people that macular degeneration that no longer can be the labels in the supermarket. They attend this training, you know, and then they can see. Even they have blindfolds; they blindfold them, and they can see what's. Real. Yes,
0: because they get over this idea yes, that, that the eye is, is what's, seeing. what's seeing. The eye facilitates vision; it's not what's seeing. What's seeing is what we are. Yeah. Yes. So if this eye, if I died and this eye didn't get hurt, you could transplant it to someone who was alive and it would facilitate seeing or vision. But it ain't now anymore because the animation isn't there, yeah? So of course, so when you're identified as this, then everything is a huge amount of possibility gets shrunk to what's only possible here. I only see through this, I only, yes? In duality, there's a payoff cost to everything. The payoff of being special and unique is like constant obsession and whatever. The cost is lack of freaking possibility. If you own thoughts, they own you, yeah? Once you became the thinker of the thoughts, those thoughts are the ones that can ruin your vacation, yeah? You own it, it owns you, yeah? Non-duality is the most incredible invitation. It's not, it's, it's of nothing. It's sort of like that, which is left when the coyote gets bored with the desert tortoise, it can't get to the meat. And so it splits. Yeah. That's the immaturity of most people. They get, they lose interest in it because it's not flexing their spiritual muscles. But if you, if you stick with nothing, it's the fucking mother and father of everything. yeah yeah. Nothing is the gift that keeps on giving completely. And you know what? The non-duality message puts into a stark contrast the underlying sy- systemic failedness of selfie. You'll finally see it instead of looking from it, you'll see it. You'll see the advertising campaign, clearly, yeah. And what ha- what hits you is I'm not of that. Yeah. I don't know what I am and I have no interest in what I am. I have none, none whatsoever. That's already dealt with. I'm interested in what I'm not. Yeah. Cause if I see what I'm not, I am the seeing of that. That's what I am. I am the seeing of what I'm not. Yeah. It's beautiful. Is that it, eh? No? Any questions? I'm curious. Attachment to be a form of Yeah, any of this can happen, yes. But again, you can't live life seemingly without attachment. You just see that there's no one who's attached. Yeah? This idea, to me, it's fool's gold. The idea of living an unattached life. Just so you're not the one who's attached. That's all. There's going to be attachment. The cat that sleeps in my bed for the last five years, like it or not, there's an attachment to it. I just see that there's no me that's attached to it. Yeah. I think there's a mistake, a lot of mistake with this idea. I've got to be in the realm of no thought. No, just so you're not the thinker. Yeah. Thoughts happened all this shit keeps happening. We don't have much to say with it, yeah? If you hang out with someone for years, you're probably gonna become fond of them. <laughs> I hope, yeah? <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, or um, why am I picking up their shit? <laughs> why are you doing this on me today? I mean, of course. You wanna, you wanna take a, you wanna like, you squeeze all the juice out of living. No, just see. There's no one there. Yeah, there's a there. There's, see, I see life is happening. It's sort of like if I went to the Colorado River, and I got a glass of. I got a glass, and I got the, some of the water, and I went home, and everyone who came over, I'd say, "Oh, that's the Colorado River." But I lost something really important. The rivering, yes, the rivering the living, yeah. so I'm not afraid of, of being of service, <laughs> I'm not afraid, what are my intentions, I never do that, ever, yeah, I don't, I don't, to me it's just, it's just a, a flavor of selfing, you know, this constant observing where you're at and what's going on, yeah. I like the idea of zen. I don't know. It's the highest form of mind. I don't know. Those things, there was a commercial I was watching with this guy with an Apple thing. I can have an EKG anywhere. Who wants to fucking have an EKG? Who wants, you know what I mean? In a boat? Oh, wait a minute. Oh, you're such a, let me check my, who wants, is it that important? You know what I mean? Selling a watch? Oh, I can know my heartbeat every That's insane to me. Oh, fantastic. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Look at it. Thank you. Thank you, honey.
1: Thank you for... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Some quick announcement. So, if you guys need to go to the bathroom, you can go inside their bathroom. There's a code. One, two, three. Let me see these folks.
0: Hey, everyone. You're still hanging in there? Yeah.
3: We just got a bunch of the people that assumed it was at 1.30 today. So you gotta do another Zoom.
0: All right, we'll do some of that.
1: <laughs> I'll be
0: right with you. We're gonna end it here, I think. Oh, yes, yes. The most important part, the donation maybe. <laughs>
4: All
0: right, let's put a spotlight in everybody. Yeah, see if they're... Kicking down and
1: up. <laughs> 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 yes, bro. Anything else? Oh yeah, way to the camera. I pulled the Oh, thank you, thank you. Oh man. They didn't bring cash uh, in the car with a
0: dent. Oh, don't worry about it, bro. Don't worry about it. I'm pretty taking care of This is a lovely little place, right? Mm -hmm. Hey, nice to see you, my friend. Thank you for coming.
2: I'm glad I was able to make it.
0: Great, fantastic. Yes, he's from the Zoom world. I've now seen his pants for the first time. That's good. That's right. Hey, thank you. Nice to meet you. Thank you so
1: much. I mean, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, we the spiritual subpoena was served. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, I couldn't take my eyes off that. That's something. Well, we're just starting now. The people thought it was one thirty the zoom, so I gotta do I'm gonna do a little bit of another one. Yeah. Hey, yeah yeah a little while and then we'll go get some post oh, yeah let me give it a half hour or so
1: if you want you can go inside
0: no this is perfect this is perfect hey oh I don't want oh yeah what's your name Toria Toria nice to meet you Toria oh you did <laughs> well, this is music to your ears I know I got some guys on the Zoom from Huntington and I got one from Long Island City. But he used to live in Rockwell Center where I grew up. Yeah. Thanks for showing. Oh yeah, you're welcome, my friend. Yeah. See you. Hopefully you'll come back tomorrow. We're gonna to have this thing tomorrow. here. Yeah. Do so another one. let to some questions from people at school. Right? You're going I oh, will just talk for a, minute, a little bit. We'll go. You want to go eat something? Or? Yeah. People can go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Hang out. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? Yeah. You're welcome. I'm trying to make it tomorrow, because so i got a couple questions for you, I'm going to take off. Right, great, so, yeah,
0: thank you. Me. Oh, yeah, my pleasure, my pleasure. <laughs> I was
1: thinking for a while, you know, but I mean, it's nice to hear Oh, you're welcome, my friend. Yeah, yeah. I liked your, uh I have a so terrible email addiction. <laughs> <laughs> i people <have> for a <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I looked at your contacts, and I saw the tiger roaring. <laughs> I said, I'm going was like, oh, really? <laughs> like I need to be more careful about how you know. If I send the question to this guy, the tiger's gonna eat it. Because <laughs> like, there is that story about how like, a teacher is like, like a hungry lion. Yeah, so yeah. You just devour your head. I'm uh, really so, okay, like,
0: happy to meet you, my friend. I hope you uh, keep
1: traveling well. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate sure. it. Yeah. Same yeah. Thing. But, uh, no problem. Yeah. I hope I've been Final thoughts all year, yeah. On that, like, yeah. <laughs> I'm on the spiritual path of uh, crossing just doing and what I do. you know, and, and, it's, and it's yeah. It's, yeah, yeah I was, was you yeah, know, like, like seriously, college college just my start this this. So, just seeing something they, so bold cool about putting themselves out there about ways. clarity, yeah. plus, yeah, I like it. Thank you, yeah, yeah, it gives me a lot of
5: hope
0: oh for, yeah yeah and you know remember life may have a plan for you yeah yeah it's not about us yeah, yeah, right yeah. yeah,
1: i'm so useful to yeah to fill and our little of so aside really i yeah. just gotta keep seeing yeah
0: and don't get too crazy around just, you know, you just have an underlying feeling so of, kind of knowing
1: you're, you're in your hands something is yeah yeah right yeah, just heads up, like to we'll see you,
4: and you know, get
1: in touch. Uh, AA or you can anything, always you know, email me. No, like those like extra. Uh, let those no, those stocks no, stocks. no. I was fighting for alternatives. Yeah. Don't do that. You know, okay. I have a speaker, so if you yeah, want, the people there can be louder. University. All right, if you want to just hang out, yeah, you guys.
0: Well, any questions or you wanna do another, can you hear me?
3: I can, yeah. Oops, I forgot to mute myself.
0: All right, good. Well, we're, just gonna, we're gonna start our little meeting now. No, I'm gonna do a little thing here with them. Because oh, the people a lot of them came back at 1.30. Okay. Hey, what about this virtual, uh, this is a truly uh, a virtual background. <laughs> Pretty cool, huh? I'm in grass Valley. Hey, uh, yeah. It's nice to go back to the live ballpark.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think I've I've become softer though, through the zoom. I think I took it easy on everybody. (laughs) I got to get, I got to get my live. I got to get in my live fitness. All right. Hey, it's hey, nice to see everybody. Let me s- say hello and then we'll start off a little. Mike, thank you for all the service and especially with the dog. Yeah, and f- make sure you take a look at Fatso, eh? I didn't hear anything, but yeah, thanks. Linda, always a pleasure to see you. Tariq from Dover, very nice. Glenda O'Driscoll, we got Jerome. Oh, Jerome, a man from uh, New York, yes we got Mary Ann's visiting us. Thank you, Mary Ann. Good to see you. Oh, we got the dynamic duo of Hawaii now. Jesus (laughs) Christ. Unless Judith went to Minnesota. I don't think so.
2: No, I don't think so, Paul.
5: No bueno.
0: That's good. That's really happy to see you two guys now.
5: Thank
0: you. We got Ben, uh, the the poet laureate of Zen. Nice to see you. Oh, the Mr. Void is here. We got Tricia, Bernard. Bernard, did you send me a message? I want to talk to you uh, sometime. There was some Bernard. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. Mike will give you my your my phone number. Give me a call. I don't like doing a, the 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 email stuff. Yeah. All right, Thank Roman. You. Nice to see you. Richard C is right here. Where are we? Oh, this is yeah, yeah. another one. Nice oh, no. oh no. Oh no. it's Chad. Chad's here. Chad's live. Oh, there's Lacto. Nice to see you. Uh, we got Joseph from uh, France. Robert. Hi, Paul. Uh, we got Syl. She's dropped the i iP- the iPhone three. That's good. Nice to see you, Sill. Stefan on Having Never Left. Uh, McCauley, always a pleasure to see you. Norman, John K., Jacob, Hank from Amsterdam, Johannes, Philip. Uh, We're going to have to do a little one today here. Cindy, nice to see you, Cindy. She's looking very comfortable. We got Chris. Chris has moved from the... uh, the Slim Door, he's on mm-hmm. his couch today. Uh, we got Jim. Jim is, uh, we got Izzy. Nice to see you, Izzy, from the UK. Helen, as always. She's bursting out like the spring. Nothing can contain Helen, nothing. We got Malcon. Always good to see you, malcolm Hope you're not driving there. You may need a seatbelt for this meeting, Malcolm. Yeah. Rich A, Mark and Lorraine. We're going to do a short one here. Short
1: talk?
0: Yeah. Rick are you
1: saying
0: Rick Rowe, yeah. t- Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> we just had someone come in to the woods. It's Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, to good Mickey, Tanya. Wow, we have a large of people here today. Oh, wait a minute. Sonia. Sonia's there. On you. Nina in LA. Oh, she's outside. This is unusual. Oh, very cool. Susan, not Suzanne, but Susan. Nice to see you. We got Nick B. Oh, Nick, you've returned from the dead. Wow. Mm-hmm. You were ready to send the boats out, but I forgot about it. <laughs> Sorry. It's Nick. Oh, uh, very nice, nice to see you, Nick. We got Alan. Oh, wow! That oh, that makes my whole day. That's good. Deborah M. Of course, we have probably the most people in the Zoom today. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it always funny, Peter Honat. Thank you for your donation, my friend. Elliot, uh, Fiona, Mike, Tommy, Deborah M. All right, let's just go. Oh. You can hear it all right, Mike? Also? Yeah. yeah. Well, we're just up in Grass Valley. Just had a nice, I don't know how it went. I'd have to ask. How was the meeting? With Very good. Very good. Yes. Amelia doesn't care anymore. <laughs> Not the whole, but a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Amelia doesn't want to do any more talk. Hold on. Take a look at her. This is calling. This is calling unconditional support unconditional support
1: (laughs) this is great
0: it's going to be a short one yeah short and sweet yeah you're not that
3: amelia amelia's (laughs) whining
0: you're not that that's that oh it's so beautiful here though eh? all right so oh yeah it's nice to have this opportunity mihai and richard yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm we,
1: happy with a little more talk.
0: They set up a, a beautiful talk out here in Grass Valley. So, um, again, I think you have all heard it. Just trying to impress upon you know, like the head has deep mental grooves. We're trying to sort of put a deep mental groove about not looking for what you are. Yes. Yes. See, much better to see what you're not. And just keep on reinforcing that groove until it becomes like a habit in a way. Yeah? So because the head will keep trying to turn the tables, will constantly keep trying to put the cart where the horse is. Yes? It can't actually move them, but it will make you, it will have you believe that the horse, the cart is in front of the horse. It can't do anything, but it has this little trick without us. Yeah? So Amelia's finally surrendered. She's going to
5: I'll
0: see you oh, okay. <laughs> uh, she's leaving. she's gone she's had enough. So uh, so so yeah, this is the whole point it was I'm really jacked up to do a live meeting. It's nice and uh, but to keep keep laying, laying this impression, Yeah, yeah. it's like putting a footprint, putting a footprint down, but once your foot is on it, you don't need the footprint, yeah? So just keep putting it down, and uh, you'll be what you're looking for, hallelujah. And then a lot of shit's going to stop, yeah? If you truly are what you're looking for, a lot of shit's going to stop, yeah? It's just that simple, and you're going to observe that, and you're going to feel better as what you call Kerry, yeah? And you'll feel different as what you call Judith, and you'll be very clear it had nothing to do with Kerry and Judith or Ben or Paul or Glenda, and you're on to something, yeah? Why would you wanna allow the old way to reassert itself, yeah? You now have the horse in front of the cart. It never has to be unseen again, yeah? And we'll be here as long as we can to support and reinforce this imp- imprint. So, so then it becomes a habit of expressing. Yeah, you'll be ex- expressing from what you are. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll have a clear understanding of what you're not, which is you're not a long lasting, independent, separate entity. It all comes about by a. a an unclear devotion and faith in a mental process that keeps us to, has us thinking we're something that we're not yeah and we buy all these limitations and all these impossibilities as being the only way things are it's all it's all just false advertising yeah so if you want to open up to any question or anything i've uh, mike let's let us swing the doors
3: open anybody want to raise their hand or wave it no. um
1: uh, mike i have a question
3: oh okay oh. thanks jim
1: hi paul um so in a couple of your uh um, talks before um you talk about uh time uh, not being linear <laughs> that our mind uh, thinks it's linear, but it's not. Can you talk about it a little more? Well, yeah.
0: The whole idea of presupposing, yeah, is going against, is is using the linear to hide itself. So Mm -hmm. if something is supposed, and it takes a while for that supposing to be presented, and yet when it's swallowed or held to be true, it's already seen to be historically there, yeah? Therefore, time isn't playing, the man, the head isn't using time the way we seem to use it or the way we think it goes, which is there was a past, there is a now, and there's going to be a future. And it never deviates from that direction where the mental state is playing against that all the time. It says something that comes after is before, Yeah. How could that be? How could something that comes after be before? You tell me, if you look at it in a linear way, it's impossible, yeah? So what? Something that comes after is implied to be before. How does it seem to be before is because the before we <coughs> the belief, yeah? Oh. Hmm. Oh, yeah? Reality has to lend itself things for them to appear real where else are they going to get a sense of reality from they have to get it from reality we're dreaming yeah we are the act of dreaming and so how does the dreaming how does this uh let's say stock version of what's happening constantly get delivered and then reacted to as if it's a real thing yeah, as the yeah. course of Miracles says there's projection first then there's perception. So the projection is the dreaming yeah and then there's a perceiving from the dreamt that takes it all to be real yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. all of that is the dreaming all of it So for it to to work we have to believe time is linear yeah yet time isn't linear but for it to work it has to seem as if, as if it's linear yeah therefore we don't we don't we cannot believe that if something came after it would be seen to be after yeah we can't believe that it could take the position of before but yet it does it's a magic trick and time is one of the main ingredients of it yeah yeah something's happening there's a claiming of that which takes time and then there's an assuming based on that claiming that which that also takes time and then when it finishes its product it seems like it happened with no time at all you're a historical thing yeah not only that you showed up but you've always been here yeah to the point that every doing you're the doer of Every thought you're the thinker of, every feeling you're the feeler of. That's a lot of presupposing to be before, honestly. Yes? That's the mental activity. I have, we're down to three people here. Wow.
3: Oh, sorry, I'm sorry. Not... I've seen hey, who are really
0: curious about this and who aren't.
3: Paul. Yeah. Uh, excuse me for interrupting, and I guess I wasn't even muted. Uh, ben has his hand up, and I'm dealing with a neighbor of yours trying to call Amelia. Is Amelia nearby? No. No, it's why. Who is he? Who is it? Um, Andrea, your next-door neighbor, is having a problem with her daughter, I guess. Oh, in
1: the bag? Is this her phone? To see yeah,
0: yeah, protection? get her. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, Rich is going to give Amelia her phone.
3: Okay, so she Amelia is going to call me? Yeah. Okay.
0: Hey, yes, have, a,
1: have a call,
3: Mike. All right. Yeah. Okay, and I'm gonna mute and then Ben can come on. Are you yeah. ready for Ben? Okay. Yeah.
1: Thank you, Paul. Thank you, Paul.
6: So you. Thank Thank you. You, Paul. Yeah. yeah. Hi. Hi, Paul. Hi, everyone. Um, it was just, I, what you were just saying, um, I read something interesting. It's actually a book about fungi, but he, he talks about um, but there was a magician, I think his name's Abraham or something, who was working in a restaurant and he um, were doing all these tricks with coins and things and people would leave the restaurant and then they'd come back the next week and they would ask him if he'd done something to them, like slip something in their drink or, or something, because when they left the restaurant and they went outside, it said it seemed to them like the sky and everything was so much more vivid and um, he says in this book that, that what, it, what this magician thought it was, was that the people were taken into a state of kind of just not being able to know what was going on. And so their concentration in some way changed. Yeah. So when yeah. they were outside, they actually saw the sky as it was. Whereas normally this selfing thing, we don't actually see it. We project we, that thing is going on the whole time so that, we're, so that it all becomes kind of boring and dull. And that what yep. happened was that during this process, they come out and they actually see the kind of vividness of it. It didn't become a, a uh, necessarily something that st- stayed with them, but but for a moment, they were taken out of that, um, that kind of rebounding thing
0: that we do all the time. But this yeah. message will, this message lends itself to that stability.
6: Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. because it's not like, uh you're in one, and then you're in the other. Yeah. It's like you're you're in one, and then you're of the other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean?
6: Yeah. Yeah.
0: The the head on an experience would be I'm in one experience, and I'm in in another. But this is I'm in one experience, but I'm of another. I'm of something. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's the stabilization of it. So yeah, you, I mean, see, you get to see a lot of skies. Yeah,
6: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the moment, I just see that I, that it gets obscured. The sky gets obscured by that process a lot.
0: Uh, and, yes, well, that's one of the parts of seeing it is yeah. you see what what accompanies it, which yeah. is this activity of selfing. Yeah, it yeah. goes with the package. Yeah. yeah. If you don't see that, then to, to ha- that 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 changing of the sky or noticing it differently will only stay as an experience it won't mm-hmm. stabilize mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm.
0: so it's necessary in a way it's necessary to see what accompanies life for life to to start being sensed unaccompanied so to speak yeah
6: mm-hmm.
0: yeah mm-hmm. not forever you just see enough of it and then something, then there's a certain like a uh, a leap, a quantum type of leap, or like a hundred monkey phenomena. Something is gotten that wouldn't have been gotten by the sum of the pieces, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's a leap. It's not like five hundred satsangs produces this. It's not like that. It's like one satsang amongst the five hundred triggered that
6: yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. I mean the the other thing is that I'm noticing a lot is that I have a I have a difficult relationship at the moment and so that selfing that selfing loves that you know it just loves conflict and it loves having an enemy and but it becomes very but in that it becomes very obvious that this is just you know it's just a pain in the ass it's like alcoholism or anything else you know it's just something that's really it's taking you out of the kind of just just the being and so on.
0: But you know how awesome that is is to start seeing what you used to look from.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Me, it's uh, it evokes a lot of gratitude because uh, if you're looking for that thing to get pom-poms and be a cheerleader about it, it's not going to happen. But just to have a um, just a real honoring of of the possibilities that have been made available is awesome. Yeah. 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 You see, the thing is, the persons who are in this one state, then they see the sky differently. Both of those states were claimed, yeah, in a yeah. successful manner, in a sense. Yeah. So then. That other possibility immediately gets neutered by the system that claims it so yeah. it's going to be infrequent yeah, yeah. and there there's no way based on my condition it could stabilize yeah yeah
6: yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just like it, it just keeps putting on new clothes doesn't it so like when i see this kind of making a an enemy of someone. The thing that's seeing it is again saying how clever I am for seeing that. You know, so yeah, oh, not I, but you know, as exactly. that yeah. constant thing, isn't it? There? Just yeah. does it. Yeah. yeah,
0: it just does it. And see, the the point is, is they're not to see it as a personal endeavor. It yeah, isn't. Yeah. It's mechanical. Yeah.
6: It's mechanical. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's like here's an option, and the programming is is to interpret the option. Yeah, that's just that's the that's like the hard drive.
5: Yeah,
0: it's interpret and how do we interpret we compare it with other options past options and Mm. so basically the baby is dead on arrival Mm. and we don't see our role in it so we're thinking if i just gave the baby more fucking mouth to mouth no it's like the party's great until you show up that should tell you something about Mm. yeah Mm. (laughs) yeah so how can i you know and it's it's a loss of interest, and that which claims to have the interest can't lose interest in itself, yeah? Mm. It doesn't work. It just It's just more interest in it. So it's a loss of interest without anyone losing the interest, yeah? It's just mm. a loss of interest
5: mm.
0: in stuff. And then... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's funny, like in recovery we have a statement, uh, you'll be placed in a position of neutrality. What happens with this message is in a way that which can be placed is placed in a lot of different positions, but it's very clear it didn't produce the condition or arrive at the, it's just, it's placed there, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I
6: mean, it seems like a lot of questions that you get asked are about your journey and as if people are looking for a prescription that and well, then looking yeah. at what's going on in their own life not, not people me and you know, everyone but that, that's what's going on in their own life and to see if there's a parallel that i might be getting nearer to this thing because this person had this experience or something just, well if
0: i was a person i would say well i want to cut out getting run over twice by a car. I want to cut out uh, two years into less, You know, So yes. basically, I don't think it's an attractive... Uh... No. <laughs> you might get hit
1: by a
6: lorry by mistake.
0: I just want to... Can I be like the guy who walked through the park and woke up? I like that. That one, that one, I'll go for that one. No. Yeah. yeah, funny. Well, no, that's because we're... The emphasis here is on things, obviously. So we believe the thing have a, has a lot to do what's coming through the thing. It's yeah. just a strong habit. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be fun to claim to be that thing uh, of that which is coming through it, but it's uh, usually going to have a heavy cost. Yeah, yeah.
6: yeah. You have to have interest in that, then. Wouldn't you?
0: Remember how those groups used to see it. The teacher gets caught by the students. Remember that? So that the students have this, the person is like a an exalted supreme something. And then the person falls into it a little and it gets captured, captured by by the students, so to speak. And now the the master thinks he's all that they think he is. And then there's usually a uh, some a lot of perversion for a while. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. A fall, then a seeming fall from grace yeah. <laughs> seems to be the pattern. <laughs> yeah. So, what happens if it's ridiculous to think this has anything to do with you? That's a pretty good starting and end point. Yeah. 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 It keeps it clean, I'm telling you. <laughs> well,
6: I, I had a choice. like that. Yeah.
0: Could you imagine <laughs> if you thought it was you and, and your, the love of your, of your life abandons you? She just leaves. To go get a coffee, while the great, the, the great oracle is, is emitting his gracious benevolence. I'm stuck with two guys
5: though.
0: <laughs> it's oh, funny. So anyone else? Yeah. Ben, thank you. Yeah.
3: Well, I accidentally muted Ben there at the the end. Thanks, Ben. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, Ben, yeah. Um, And John, John Kay. Hey, Paul.
4: Real real quick, uh, I just want to say, I have this job that, you know, um, and uh, we have house guests every now and then that come by. And so they ask, like, how did it go? How, what's what's work like? And usually I kind of like have my red gallon can of gas and i jump on the table and kick off all the plates and glasses and spread the gas around and light fires and Mo oh, my job let me tell you about my job and, uh, and then I finally got to where I could like hold the gas can between my knee and just kind of hold you know the, the lid on and off and kind of grin but not act out but like yesterday I had to like do a onerous task drive into the city to get an ID card it was kind of a pain in the butt and then we had a house guest and they asked me how's work. And I, I just forgot about all the problems and just told them like it was okay. And it was kind of like I was on a highway and I missed my third exit. And I didn't, before I noticed it, I was 30 miles away before I realized, Hey, I forgot my exit, you know, where I was supposed to jump on the table and yeah. kick off all the plates and glasses and say how awful things were. So I don't know. That was really, I just want to report that. That was kind of a really surprise that happened to me because Every few months, I get a test. When somebody asks me, you know, how's work, and I tell them. So anyway, that's all. Thanks.
0: Oh, that's good, John. That's good. We don't want to see you get arrested, John. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah.
4: That was a metaphor. I don't actually have a can of gas that I can. Uh, that's yeah. good.
0: I hope so. I hope. I hope so. I, I was going to have Mike have someone follow you. Oh, <laughs> okay. <makes> <laughs> Yeah. These are the things that happen. You'll get demonstrations of traveling lighter. Yeah. That's the point here. That's how it shows its influence. Yeah. Not in this giant field of awareness, but here. Yeah. Yeah, You see it. You see its influence here. And I, you know, I just try to categorize it as traveling lighter. you know, just uh, not emphasize all the individual moments, but just the basis of it all. Yeah. Yeah. We're gonna have a short day today though. Short one.
3: Are we gonna set up <laughs> serv are we gonna be setting up service opportunities for people following each other?
5: <laughs>
3: what am I doing? I just caught you saying something about wanting John followed. I thought you said it sounded like we had to get people to follow each other. Oh
0: yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Knowing us, they'll they'll lose interest. (laughs) I wouldn't be a good surveillance team. What the fuck? (laughs) We lost them.
1: (laughs) I need to tell you, we lost them.
0: I like
3: that one. I'll I'll sign up. there's no other hands up
0: there's no other hands up no hey i hope it's all right to do it a little short today Mm -hmm. i think amelia already left
3: but it was long for the ones that came at noon
0: (laughs) oh yeah yeah so let me uh so tomorrow we're going to be on at noon if anyone wants to uh join us yes here i hope you do let me say hello to everyone, and Mike, I'll, I'll talk with you after, see what's happening at the house. There. I think it's okay. Yeah. Thank God I haven't seen the dog fly by in the back. <laughs> She's been <laughs> up in my lap. Come on.
3: Come on. Uh-oh.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> it's fucking Knucklehead. There she is. It's Knucklehead. Yeah. It's a crazy dog. All right, Linda. Nice to see you as always. Thank you,
2: Paul. This was great. I brought Thank you
0: this you. beautiful uh, little forest here. It's pretty nice.
2: Mm.
0: Oh, gorgeous. I'm just going to sit out here for a while. Uh, yeah, Tariq from Dover, New Jersey. Nice to see you, my friend. Yeah, Glenda Odwisko. Woohoo! Yeah, Judith. Oh, Judith and Kerry. Yeah.
2: Beautiful
0: background, Paul. Yes, nice, eh? Mm. Yeah.
2: Beautiful.
0: I know after Amelia uh, abandons me, you guys won't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to follow <laughs> Judith. I'm going to follow Judith if we have to keep track of everybody. Just report in back to Mike. I will. He's got all the files on everybody. <laughs> we got it. Ben, Ben C. Nice to see you, Ben. Thanks for the dialogue. George from the Void. Yes. George, this is a beautiful part of the Void here.
6: Yeah, fantastic.
0: Nice. Eh? Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've got Tricia. Nice to see you, Tricia. Yeah. We got Bernard. Always a pleasure, my friend. Roman from Germany. Slatko. Hey, Slatko. You may need to go home, go uh, to see Mike and teach him how to uh, keep uh, Lolo okay. <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> Give him that kick, yeah. <laughs> still, nice to see you, still Thank you for coming. Appreciate your presence here. Stefan, as always, a pleasure. McCauley, one of my Favorite people in the Zooms. Nice to see you, Macaulay. Yeah, Norman, there he is. One of our friends from Germany. We got John Kay. He has another another week of employment at least still. That's good. We got Hank from Amsterdam. Pleasure, Jacob from Seattle. Nice to see you, Jacob. We got Johannes from Germany. Nice to see you, Johannes. Phil from Brisbane. Always a pleasure to say hello to Australia. We got uh, your name has, oh it's Cindy. Cindy's in a, in a couch with the brick wall. very nice. Chris. <laughs> as always, Rich A. Rich A and with your better half, I hope is good. Yes. yeah. Oh, there she is. But you keep moving farther and farther away from yourself. Wow. All right, Rick. Rick, nice to see you, Rick in Toronto. Sonia, nice to see you. Uh, we got Nick B. Nick, my main man.
1: All's well, eh? Yeah, all's good. I was going to say um, thank you for not taking up arms and sending out a search party. It would have been very <laughs> anti-send bitch slap.
0: Oh, uh, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> if you you <laughs> lost. <you're> lost. <laughs> I know you'll always be found anyway. Good, bro. Yeah. You're all,
1: you know you always always- I'll give you a call. Hmm? I'll give you a
0: call maybe next week. Please, please. We'll be up here. Hi,
5: everybody.
0: We got Mark. Nice to see you, Mark. Thank you for your last week's share. Hope all's going well. We got Mickey from Madeira.
2: Nice landscaping, Paul.
0: Yes, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to be running around here nude later. Yeah. (laughs) Like I usually am at most Zooms. (laughs) <laughs> from the bottom down. We got Tim, We got Tanya. Nice to see you, Tanya. Alan Olson. Always a pleasure. Izzy from uh, the UK. Anu, thank you for all the support, you guys. Fiona. Chad is right here. Mike Savini. Deborah M. Wow, they claim to Deborah McKenna. Yeah, where are you, nice yeah, where you. Are you Paul? I'm in Grass Valley, uh, Northern California. Beautiful. Yes.
2: Could you keep Uh, talking, please? I just got here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honey, I can. (laughs) not I've got got people waiting to eat and stuff. Okay. I'll see you, honey. We'll be here tomorrow at 12. We'll be back here. Okay. All right. I'll see you then.
2: Yeah. Cool.
0: Hey, hey, thanks, everybody. Uh, I hope I see you tomorrow. And uh, I really... Care a lot about all you guys from afar.
3: Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. Paul. Bye, everybody.
4: You. Thanks, Paul. See you later, everybody. Look forward to it. Thanks, Paul. Sam, take care. Bye, everybody.